from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. On most of these apocalypse series, we tell you what plants you can eat in case of an apocalypse and you have to go out to your yard for food. Well, this one is going to explain to you the plants you may be aware of to not eat. Plants that could be toxic usually might have milky white sap, thorns, spines, or fine hairs, or leaves or stems. Pods with bulbs, beans, or seeds. Stems or trunks that have an almond scent. Three-leaf foliage growth. Also be aware of intensely bitter or sappy flavor. Foliage reminiscent of dill, parsley, or carrot. As pleasant as 50 grit sandpaper to your inner thighs. Two douchebags and microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. How you doing tonight, Rob? I'm doing pretty good tonight, actually. Good. Good. All right. Had cool. a pretty good day at work. Good. You know, so everything's going good. All right. Cool. Good. Um, I've got a How question. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing really good. Everything's uh, pretty pretty okay. Um, just kind of... Uh, uh, battening down for some family coming in town here in a week and getting ready for that. Trying to figure out some of the All places right. we're going to do, uh, some of the this and that and the other, and uh, ought to be fun. They're coming in from uh, San Diego, so they'll have a big oh, bowl. Cool. Of, they'll have a big bowl of suck with this weather, but the weather's nice today. But I mean, it may be cold. I think we're supposed today. to be in like the sixties next week. Oh, they'll be fine then. You know what? Yeah, yeah, it I, won't be too bad. Yeah, from what I from what I saw in the Long Ranger tonight, um, let's see, Joe Loria, Fox Four does uh, you know the highest chance of warmth and all that stuff. We're right in the highest chance of warmth area, so we should probably yeah. be fairly warm pretty much the whole month, kind of way it looks like. So, yeah, we'll yeah, be okay. I, I I pay attention to KY three out of Springfield. Springfield, okay. Interesting. You get KY three, but you don't get Columbia, or you get Columbia and no, no. Honestly, um, if I went with a digital antenna, I would uh-huh. pick up Columbia stations. Okay, okay, that makes but sense. I, I would not pick up Springfield, even though they're right at the same distance. That's interesting. It's yeah, weird. that's what I was wondering. It's weird, hmm. because it seems like Columbia might be just a hair closer. Yeah, well, maybe 15 minutes. Okay. 
Maybe. So I, I wonder. Right. It's I know what it is. It's their direction. Either way, it's about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half. Both. Either way. Okay. It is the direction the antennas have to face, and I don't know why Springfield has to uh, face away from you, but um, they they have different territories, is what it is. Yeah. And Springfield yeah. can't broadcast up near you guys as strong as they can broadcast probably to the south or the west or whatever. So that very well could be because you get deeper down in the hills and there is no cable and stuff down there. Well, it was like a few years ago. I was friends with a guy that uh, um, helped um, this quite a few years ago. He helped open up a hundred thousand watt radio station. Right. I'm like, dude, you're going to be competing. You're going to be competing with the big boys. He goes, nah. I go, why not? He goes, the tower is facing away from Kansas City. So he goes. Yeah, he goes, the signal will be spotty in Kansas City. He goes, we can't even really claim it as a market. So, anyhow, so, yeah, so, because of the logistics of how many licenses they handed out, how many stations there are, he had to face away. Therefore, he can't call him and his organization that opened this up, can't call that a actual Kansas City radio station. So, anyhow, I did learn that from him, and I found that interesting so it's probably the same deal down there in Springfield is uh, they just cannot broadcast into your area because the territories as strong yeah. as they can broadcast to the west and south whatever so um, anyhow I got a question for you personally and then we can discuss it okay have you ever heard I probably have an answer okay well maybe listen to this have you ever heard of people putting butter in their coffee it's a no. thing it's a thing now. No, I have not heard of that. I haven't either till last day or so. It sounds interesting, though. Yeah, Carry well, on. Val already knew about it. I asked her, I go, butter and coffee? Really? She goes, yeah. She goes, yeah, people do it. She even thought she might try it someday. Butter and coffee. So I guess it would be no different than, uh, what is the butter, butter, whatever, um, not buttered sausage. That is that is on a planet its own, buttered sausage. Mm. That was the first thing that came to kind of my mind. Butter pecan is what I'm thinking of. Oh, butter pecan. Okay. Yeah, so, I I bet you you could put maple syrup and butter in a coffee, and I bet it would taste really good. You like? I bet it would. Oh, yeah. So I might try that. Maybe some brown sugar in there too. And then some sausage. Yes, buttered sausage. Mm. You know what? we yeah. got to quit talking. Man, every time I hear buttered sausage, my saliva <laughs> glands, it's like Pavlov's dog. I'm like, oh, my God, buttered sausage. Uh, no, I, it's, I, luckily, it, I just ate dinner. So. <laughs> Me too, but it's still, it's buttered sausage. Um, got some to go from Jess and Jim's, our place. Oh, right on. Yeah. We only live a mile from it. I mean, we're, like, really close, so... Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I got to thinking about it in as many years as I lived in Cleveland, Northeast Kansas City, Greece, Canada. I I, I mean, I've lived all over. But I got to thinking about it, and I've probably spent more time in Martin City than any other place, even though I never... I I lived in Martin City for a couple years when I was a kid, and this is uh, when we were going to Greece and transitioning to go to Greece. 
and you know yeah. we have to sell everything you know we wasn't sure how long it was going to be over there all that stuff so um so i lived Before in I met you. yes i lived in uh martin city which is kansas city for a couple of years or about a year and a half so that counted yeah. with all the times i've worked in martin city and living here in in uh, martin city for the last 13 years um, I bet you I spent a majority of my life in Martin City for either work or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, interesting, huh? Is the lumber yard still there? No, no. Actually, Sutherland's moved to Harrisonville. So, um, yeah, uh, they moved to Harrisonville. They got a brand new facility there. It's pretty cool. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they, they shut this one down, although it still has the sign. It still has the whole area there. But they officially moved to Harrisonville. And it's too bad because I love that place there. It was easy to get in and out of. The lumber yard was easy to run into. But, I don't know, we got a Lowe's less than a mile away now, too. So it doesn't really matter, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, everything's growing up there. Yep. Yeah, 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 it is. Yep, especially when you get over on the other side of state line and the Johnson County corridor is just booming like it has been. So. Oh, I can imagine it. Oh, you're going to be surprised when you come back up to visit to see how much well, it's expensive. I've been into Belton and Grandview. And I've, I've been up into Kansas City. Well, just but I haven't at, been over to on that side of it. Just look at South you know 71, I mean? coming up 71 from the south, going into the Belton Grandview Corridor. Oh, just Belton. Yeah, all looking the up far south, yes. The yeah, they have that new Central Cass Expressway with all those hundreds and hundreds of manufacturing facilities, businesses, and all of this is because yeah. of the hub that they have over there near the new Honeywell facility. They have a NAFTA hub right off of 150 Highway. So all these products come in on Kansas City Southern. They assemble them, they sell them, you know, part them out, sell them off, package them, all that stuff all over that area. And, I mean, there are a lot, there is a lot of work suddenly in the south part of town. So, um, anyhow, interesting. So, oh, uh, buttered coffee, though. Um, might try it. Yeah, I will. All right. Let's put that down as an official two douchebags and microphone experiment. Buttered coffee. Sound good? Buttered. It's on pen and paper. All right. Okay. So um, do we want to do this for tomorrow's podcast or we want to do it for Saturdays? Let's do it for Saturdays. Yeah, let's go for Saturdays. Yeah, that we don't have to like hurry up and cram it in in one day. So, okay. Well, um, I have some ass paddlings, Rob. All right. Sounds okay. good. Well, Tom like Reddy. I mentioned, I mean, <laughs> there's so many ass paddlings to be dished out. I mean, it's like it may become like a once a week deal because people keep doing stupid shit. Corporations keep doing stupid shit. Everything keeps doing stupid shit, and they deserve an ass paddling, and that's what this whole thing is about, is we catch them and ass paddle them. So, going over it again for all the people that may just be uh, finding our podcast and tuning in in the latter episodes. Many, many moons ago, on maybe number three or four podcast, um, 
we decided to do invisible ass paddlings. So the story is this right here. Me and Topher were walking down the beach in the sunrise. We were not holding hands, although Rob and his brother say differently. Go ahead, Rob. I think a few other people say so, too. Okay. I even got a couple of emails about that. One saying we were and one saying we were definitely not. So, it, All right. but I welcome any emails, you know, pro or con. Anyhow, we were not holding we hands. We both welcome emails. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even though I am, I'm heavily contested on this, me and Topher were not holding hands. We're walking towards the, the sunrise on the beach, and all of a sudden I stub my toe. I'm like, oh, fuck, man, that hurt. And Christopher looks back, and uh, he's like, oh, my God, it looks like a bottle. What what the hell? With a cork in it? We go over there, and we open it up, and poof, a genie pops out. The genie was really condescending, and he, he could not wait to get rid of us. And we're like, yay, we get three wishes. He's like, uh, no, dickheads. You only get one wish, and that's it. So use it wisely. You know, world peace, world hunger, no pollution, whatever. Use it wisely. And then me and Topher looked at each other and said, we won't be invisible so we can do ass paddlings. And the genie rolled his eyes. He goes, very well. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I have to, you know. So he granted us to be invisible once a month. But I'm going to go to him and try to have it changed to maybe at least have a bonus episode, if not every week, because people are constantly needing their ass paddled, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So... Anyhow, so that is how this originated. So, number one on my ass paddling list is Robert Card. Do you know who he is, or who he was? I've been re- I've been reading. Yes, I have. Yes, that would be the mass shooter up there in Maine. He yes. deserves he deserves an ass paddling in death. They need to pick him out of the the pit of hell, bring him up here. We need to paddle his ass for a while and then send him back to hell. So, so that's the number one ass paddling delved out today is Robert Card, the mass shooter. Number two. And those who have not heard, he took his own life in the back of a semi-trailer. Oh, you know what? Thank you, Rob. Thank you. Some people may yeah, not know he that. did. Yeah. Yeah, he did the pussy Before way out. Before they caught him. Yeah, tough guy. Yeah, I mean, they go were shoot. right on him. And I know they were gonna. Yeah, they were gonna catch that motherfucker. But anyhow, he said, "No, no, no. I'm a little girl. Watch this, boom." And I don't mean to insult little girls. So um, took the chicken shit way out. Yeah, he did. He can go shoot into some people, but he can't take his fucking punishment for doing it. So yep, yep. Enjoy your hell stay. Mighty warm you down can't there. Can't do I'm the sure. crime. If you can't do the time, don't do the crime. That's right. So, agreed, agreed, agreed. Number two, Tyreek Hill for loving all over coach Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes after you spouted off about them continuously. And then you have the fumble that was returned for a touchdown. So not only did he go over there and grovel and fucking and kiss all over the people that he's been making fun of and ridiculing and 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 talking bad of and he's over there hugging them all up oh love you guys i'm like get the fuck away yeah, from him yeah, asshole i seen him and mahomes at a moment uh, you could tell in my opinion mahomes doesn't really care for him that's my that's yeah. my take he looked a little stiff where travis kelsey looks like he might still like the idiot 
Patrick Mahomes looked a little bit uh, stiff. Like maybe his kind of like, nah, I got to put on a show, but I don't really like this bastard. You know, he said a lot of shit. You know, um, I don't know that for sure. Maybe I wanted to see that. I don't know. But that's my take. That's what I think. And Andy Reid, he's got to be the coach. He's got to be the dad. He's got to be the nice, you know. But I'm sure Andy Reid probably has some reservations about some of the shit he said, too. I mean, how could you not? So, anyhow, yeah, Tyreek Hill gets an ass paddling. And I think we might we might consider him for the Hall of Fame because of his body of work. He's been mouthing off for quite a while. Yes, he has. Yeah, he didn't get very many yards. Now he's trying to put the contract signing on his... Yes, that was us getting ready to go to Drew Rosenhaus, which is bullshit. Mm-mm. An agent cannot do anything without your approval and your signature, Mr. Hill. We're not that stupid. Nope. We know better. No, you signed off on it. You got a big head. You puffed out your chest. They can't do without me. Well, guess what? Not only did we do without you, but we won a Super Bowl without you. And then we just got done beating your ass and taking the ball from you and running it in the end zone. So go back. Go back to loving everybody. Go back to kissing their ass. It just makes you look like more of a fool. I don't care. So, number three. NFL for ignoring player safety and making them go on a 14-hour plane ride to just one game. I still contend it's wrong. It's bullshit. And it puts the players... uh, It it really puts the players in danger of injury, fatigue, um, terrorists, everything. I, and I don't appreciate them doing this. Just because they want to have a morning game, they want to expand their presence, try to take some of the soccer um, from Europe, you know, try to take some of the soccer crowd. I don't appreciate them doing this to the NFL players, and I think it's wrong. So, and also the ones in England, too. You know, you might do one in Mexico. That's fine. It's not that far. But to go across the world like that, to me, is wrong, and it's not good on the players. All the players did not look like they were 100% anyhow. And I think that that's because it's a 14-hour plane ride, different area, different everything. So, anyhow, that's my, that's my take on it. What do you think, Rob? I totally agree with you. Yeah, I think I, it's... I mean, you couldn't have said that any better. Thank you. Complete bullshit to me. Um, Number four, NFL refs for heavily influencing the game daily and manipulating the betting line. They do. The Chiefs went up 21-0. And then all of a sudden, I I thought in my head, okay, we're going to start seeing some weird penalties and some weird things going on. Sure enough, because if the Chiefs went up to 28 to nothing, they knew every channel in America that was watching it would change. Look at that. Fuck, the Dolphins are getting murdered. No no points in the first half. 28 to nothing. Right. Nothing to see here. Might as well go. You know, then they're turning it to NFL Today or something. They're turning it away from the game. So, once again, you could see, in my opinion, the referee's fingerprints all over the game, which I don't want to see. No, nobody wants to. Yeah, the thing is, is I used to be like, all these penalties are not being called. I could not have been more wrong. You want to fuck up a game? 
You want to completely make a game uninteresting? Stop the game every fucking five minutes or three minutes for some sort of a penalty or some sort of a this or that like they had one just so they can fucking fit in. Uh, Jake from State Farm in a little corner box telling you about um, how how he has the uh, my my auto price or whatever you know. It, that, it's, that, that's funny. I was just getting you ready to say that gives them more commercial time. Yes, exactly. And I'm tired of it. It's easy Which to it's the easy NFL to sell. Makes money at the NFL and the stations it, make money on that. It's safe to say that this is going on, and they did a certain amount of admitting to it, too. It wasn't that long ago, maybe 15, 20 years ago, where the, uh, where the basketball referee got in trouble for betting. Right, right. And he wrote you the tell-all book. The other night. Yeah, he wrote the tell-all book saying, hey, we were told the narrative of the game before it even started. We were told what we, we are to do. Oh, Michael Jordan's out there? Okay. Don't call anything on him. Let him be Michael Jordan. He's our fucking, he's our gold mine. Don't touch him. You know? So that happens in the NFL too. You know, they see a game starting to get out of hand and all of a sudden it's like, oh, hang on. Wait a minute. I saw the same thing with the Dallas Philly game too. Um, There was another game too. I can't think of what it was where the same thing happened where all of a sudden it's like, oh, now we're going to start over refereeing it to, um, right to uh, get what we need out of this game. so No, you, you said it perfectly the other night. Okay. Uh, they see that the scores are getting out of hand, so they start penalizing to knock it down. Yeah. It, it's no secret, and everybody's talking about it now, and it's not going to be very long before it starts affecting the uh, viewership. Because people will get tired of it where you can predict, oh, okay, well, here comes the zebras. Uh-oh, here we go. Going to start overanalyzing everything. Going to start nitpicking everything. So all these coincidental contact holding calls will all of a sudden appear when they were going on the whole first half and they they weren't there. They're invisible. So, hey, how about this? A new betting line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or how NFL about, wants to push betting. Let's have a new betting line. Or yeah. when the referees start throwing a bunch of BS penalties. Or how about this? Shut it down when the game starts. Nobody can do nothing. That's it. What you bet is what you bet, and that's it. So, anyhow. Or or do like we did in Little League. Uh Uh-huh. Baseball. Yeah. A team got so far ahead. Let's see, we played seven innings. Oh, yeah. You were up so many points by five innings. Game over. Yeah, yeah, they're like, look, uh, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna rub what what it was was it was what we used to call not rubbing the opponent's nose in it. Right, and the funny thing is, Mark, sometimes yeah. I played Cass Midway. We called the game in the fifth. Um, not when I was there. We murdered Cass Midway. Oh, Belton. Well, yeah, you guys were fucking four A. We were one A. Well, no, no, no. I'm I'm talking about grade school uh, summer league baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah, we yeah. sucked. Uh, we sucked at baseball. We were great at football. We won a lot of yeah. na- we yeah. won a lot of state championships. No, I was talking. Okay, I, I I played baseball. In okay, and that's where we had the nut biter. Um, you know the uh, big and right, the nut right, biter. Right. Yeah, big and the nut biter. Look, he was great to throw right there in the fucking front, uh, in the line. No one can get around the big bastard. 
it took like a day to get around the big fat son of a bitch. So, anyhow, <laughs> number five. Uh, but no, no, hang on real quick. I do have to add this. Yeah, baseball, we sucked, and I'm sure you guys kicked our ass every fucking day. No. I mean, like I said, I only played Cash Midway twice. I am the only guy to hit the pond. That hit the pond oh, right really? outside. Yes, outside the baseball field. I am the only guy. And I was in seventh grade when I did it. I had a guy serve me up a fucking Dairy Queen soft serve right down the middle, and I smacked the cover off that <laughs> son of a bitch. And anyhow, I got a Baby Ruth bar out of it because uh, the coach oh, promised, yeah. he said, if anyone hits that pond, they get a Baby Ruth bar. And I hit the pond and got a Baby Ruth bar. But it was with some adversity because the, the coach had left to go get some more bats. I hit it then, and then we had a certain amount of people motherfucking me and going, he didn't do it. It, it, it stopped right before. I went over there and looked. I'm like, no, it didn't. It splashed, dude. It was in the fucking pond when you retrieved it, right? Oh, it rolled there. They didn't do it. And I'm like, motherfucker. But I got my Baby Ruth bar, and I got credit for it because enough people said no. I seen it splash. So, anyhow. There you go. Yep. Number five, YouTube for completely screwing up NFL season ticket. They did, too. Oh, my God. There's so many people pissed off. They can't get their games they want. The games are, like, uh, all shuffled from what I understand. This is nothing I've experienced because I didn't get it this year. I don't get my well, money's worth. I, I thought about it. Now it sounds like I'm glad I did. Well, maybe next year I think we'll have it all figured out. But from what I've heard, people are pissed as hell. They can't get it figured out very well. So, and this is all hearsay. Maybe it's all straightened out. Maybe it was overblown. I don't know. So, number six, ESPN and ABC for numerous sound outages on the Monday night football games. This last one, they were quite a bit better, but the one before that and the one before that, the sound kept going out. It was really fucking irritating. Um, not as irritating as Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman, but it was still irritating. Never. Yeah. Nothing's that irritating. Th there's nothing that irritating. Yeah. I mean, even a. Um, a, a hammer drill with a three uh, a three sixteenth bit to your nuts is not as irritating as Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Would you agree? There ain't no way. No way. <laughs> Number give seven. Me, give me the hammer drill to the nuts any day. <laughs> me too. Me too. It's like Buck and Aikman or the hammer drill to the nuts. Okay, 316th, get it out. Make sure it's sharp. I want it doing it on the first poke. I want to sit there and have you fucking just get it all hot and then try to fucking poke it in, right? At when, least get... when they do the Chiefs game, I'm listening to 101 the Fox. Oh, I do too. Or actually, 1065 yeah. the Wolf is now, they're the ones that carry it. 101 the Fox doesn't have it anymore. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Oh, no, I, I had to go to the local station down here. Oh, okay. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. They uh, yeah. they uh, they quit carrying it because I think is uh, who owns one of six five the Wolf uh, um, Odyssey. I think that broadcast group okay. bought the rights to it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know that name. Okay, so um, number seven, Starbucks for leasing out their name to colleges, hospitals, and hotels with unregulated product. They don't even take gift cards because they are Starbucks in names in name only. And it's become a real fucking bastard because people are not getting the same product that the ones in Targets 
Well, I've heard right. I've heard this over and over. The ones in hospitals, the um, the ones in colleges, schools. These are not actual Starbucks. These are leased out to someone else that uses a Starbucks products. So yeah. they don't they don't have to adhere to all the quality measures and all that that star that a regular Starbucks does. And also, if you have a Starbucks gift card, they don't take it. Because not, they're not actually a part of Starbucks. They only lease the name and the products. And to me, I, I think it's bullshit that they allow that to happen because it allows people to pay an enormous amount of money for a price for a cup of coffee that's not the same as what they wanted. And if I was buying it, I'd, I'd take it back and say, this is not the same. I, I Give me my money back because, uh, look... I bought from Starbucks yesterday down the road, and it was fine. And this is crap. So, right. Yep. So, then number eight, Starbucks again, and they're getting in the Hall of Fame for this because they have two in a row. Starbucks again for ro- for rolling out peppermint one day after Halloween. So they said, "Fuck you, Thanksgiving." They said, "Fuck you, everything." They said, "We're going straight to Christmas. We're going for the throat." Did you see my Facebook post the other day? Yes, I did. Yep. It was a yard blow-up turkey that had a blow-up Santa on the ground saying, It's my turn. <laughs> it was pretty good. I like that. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, anyhow, um, Starbucks gets a double whammy on this. And they get into the Ass Paddling Hall of Fame. And I'm also, now I need your consent on this and Topher's. Do they get a bare ass paddling because they got two in a row? Or is that for extreme measures? Now, that you and Topher both have two to sign off. Two in a row. I, two yeah. in a row, I would have to. I, my vote would say bare ass. Bare ass. Okay, I will send that information to uh, Topher and see uh, his thought on it, but I agree with you. Yeah, it's, it's up to him. Okay. 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 But yeah, I think it should be a bare ass paddling because it's two in a row and they're both egregious, so yes. Number nine, Grantsville, Utah, for taking down a pole dancing skeleton out of a person's front yard for obscenity. They get a special bare-ass bottom paddling for being prudes. Oh, come on, man. They made him take it down. All it was was a skeleton female on a pole, you know, doing a a dance-like. I mean, it wasn't too provocative. It just looked like a chick, uh, well, a skeleton chick, you know. Where was this? This in Grantsville, Utah. In Utah? Yeah. Yep. Now, I almost bet they. I almost bet there was a bunch of drunk dudes messing with it. Oh, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe. Uh, we but have I, we have a few listeners in Utah too. Let's do what? Paddle that ass. Paddle that ass. Bare bottom. Keep it bare up. Bottom. Let the guys have their fun. Hey, um, I know we have listeners in Utah. We got quite a few hits, and we uh, we had the people from Utah on our show when Topher and I were down there in right, uh, right, uh, at right. the city market. Send us an email, doucheb66 at yahoo.com, and you tell us, living in Utah, whether they Grantsville gets into a bare-bottom ass paddling or not. I'd love to hear you your, I would love to hear your opinion on this. I think bare-bottom. 
And then 10, not but last, last but not least, and because this just irritates the fuck out of me, is people that mispronounce oregano and call it organo or oregano. It is oregano. It is not organo or oregano or organo. It is oregano. And if you mispronounce it, you should get an ass paddling for as long as whoever wants. Whoever had to hear you mispronounce it gets to pick the punishment, in my opinion. Like They're just like, you know what? You, uh, you said organo three times. That means you get a half hour of ass paddling. So, all right, there it is. Now that I'm off of my pulpit and delivered all the ass paddlings, let's take a little break and come. Next up, things overheard in hell. This wallet has the top 10 spots on Billboard Hot 100. Brick Shells Energy Drink. That's right. Brick Shells Energy Drink. Make that for the world. Chew off your balls. You want to fuck shit up? You want to call us on across America? Brick Shithouse is for you. Please enjoy Brick Shithouse Energy Drink responsibly. It's not readily available anywhere because of liability issues. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You have the personality of a soggy newspaper. Two douchebags and a microphone invade your ear holes in... Hey! Who took a dump in the cooler? All right, two douchebags and a microphone on Mark. And I'm Rob. All right. Rob, you got something you want to say? You got something you want to throw out there? You got something you want to mull about, whatever? I ran across a story earlier today. All right. A Facebook post caught the attention of a Missouri woman who soon found out she had won a big Powerball prize. With the power jackpot eclipsing $1 billion before the October 2nd drawing, the woman made a late purchase of lottery tickets with her husband at a convenience store in Theodosia. Theodosia? Which is in southern yeah. Missouri. It's south of me. That's where the uh, wild horses are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's wild well, that, yeah. well, there's part of them. That's not the only place, but yeah, that's one of them. She said she usually waits to check her tickets, but a social media post convinced her to change her method. I saw something on Facebook that the grocery store I'd stopped at had sold a $50,000 winning ticket. So I pulled my ticket out and opened up the Missouri Lottery app and checked the numbers, she told lottery officials in a November 3rd news release. Mm-hmm. The lucky Powerball winner was the Theodosia woman who matched four of the five white balls that were drawn as well as the Powerball number. Wow. That's cool. That's very you cool. A Facebook post. And Good for you, woman from Theodosia. Yeah. Congratulations. All right. Buy something for the wild horses. 
Come on, you got fifty yeah, grand. Yeah. yeah. Buy, buy some food. Yeah, buy them buy some food. food. Yeah. Yeah, whatever they eat. I don't know. Uh, hay. Buy them some hay. Fifty grand. You ought to be able to buy a couple of those big bales and just throw it out there a little bit. You know, kind of yeah, like yeah. spread it around some of those fields. Um, I think they have a horse call, don't they? Yeah, they have a horse call. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, 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 they yeah. Do. It, it goes something like Moo! or something like that, right? Well, I see my grandpa raised cattle. So oh, okay. All right. Okay. Well, we're just assuming they have a horse call, and we're also assuming that the horse call sounds like this. But if we're wrong, we apologize. We have, yeah, we 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 uh, we certainly hope that's what it sounds like, and we hope that people are able to call these horses and uh, bring them some dinner or whatever, you know. So, uh, yeah, that's a cool story. I like that a lot. So, um, in a little uh, vacation news here, because um, we have a cruise coming up in February. Carnival Panorama, which we were on that uh, we were on that boat in March, going out of uh, um, going out of uh, Los Angeles, Long Beach, has developed engine difficulties that have impacted the ship's max cruising speed, and as a result, it missed two ports, uh, and they've been canceled on her current sailing. This is typical. I've been on thirty plus cruises. And, I mean, people are all up in arms about this, but it happens all the time. Whether it is mechanical-related or it's weather-related, you're not going to get compensated for it because it all is in the writing. And they will tell you that, too. We, you know, if it's weather or we have a mechanical failure, too bad. You're going to miss some stops. That's the way it is. And when you sign that ticket and when you buy your uh, to get on the boat... You are to understand this. And a lot of people are up in arms about it, but you know what? There's nothing you can do about it because that is the way it is. So, uh, anyhow, um, I just thought I'd bring that up because there's a lot of people that are raising all kinds of hell about it. It's like, you know what? There's nothing you can really do about mechanical failure or the weather. It's just the way it is. Right, right. So, nobody can run a business like that, you, you know? So... That's the way it is, and if you're that worried about it, well, you can't really get insurance for that. You, you know, I, I get insurance like, you know, if something happens or you miss a plane or weather or whatever, and you can't, you know, you just miss it or whatever. Um, I get insurance for that, but I don't think you can get insurance for missing ports. So I guess, you know what? What you do is you stay on the boat and you drink even more, Right. That's what I do. Yeah, I just drink more. I don't care if I'm on port or not. I'm just like, you know what? I'm blasted on a floating resort. Who cares? Everything's good here. Yeah. yeah so. Doesn't matter. I'm on vacation. I don't have to do anything. Exactly. And that's another thing about it, too, is like you're on a floating vacation for seven days, seven, eight days, however long the cruise is. It's up to you how much relaxation you get out of it. I know people that like... Okay, this day we're doing this, this, and this. Uh, Tuesday, we're doing this, 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 and this. Wednesday, we're doing this, that, this, that, this, and that. And it's like, my God. It's like, do you really want to plan every second of your relaxation? Don't you just want to wake up and go, you know what? I think I'm going to open up the door and listen to the ocean off of the balcony. You know, 
uh, I think I'm going to go have a, um, a nice cup of coffee and sit on the Lido deck and watch the sunrise. You know, leave it up to spur of the moment is what I like yeah. to do. I have certain plans yeah. that are in stone, and that's like when we're in Cozumel, it's going to be Mr. Sancho's. We love that beach. It's a cool place. You get massages right next to the ocean, uh, great drinks, great food, uh, and it's like one of the most popular stops in Cozumel, um, you know, unless you want to like um, uh, snorkel or scuba dive or something, um, but um, those you have to have planned ahead of time generally. But uh, all the other stuff, you know, except for like dinner, you can do any time dining or, or, you know, late or early or whatever you want. You, that should be in stone, especially restaurants and stuff like that. But other than that, man, get off your back. Just do whatever, you know. So that's what I say. Enjoy yourself. Don't, yeah. don't make it such a chore to try to plan out everything. So. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hear people doing that all the time. Yeah, it's like relax, man. Just enjoy the day for a while. Enjoy the sun coming up. Enjoy the, you know, um, I used to uh, wake up really early when they used to throw food off of the ships every day. The dolphins used to come and visit the ship in the morning, and they were at the back of the ship, and I think that's where they threw the food out, so the dolphins, you know, were there. And I used to wake up early every morning. I don't care how late I stayed up, but I wake up and the sun rose. The dolphins are out there playing around and stuff. It was just excellent. So, you know, that would be cool. That it would is. be cool. To I, watch. Rob, you got to do a cruise. I, you got to uh, this next one. Uh, yeah, I I'm gonna I'm personally send you a lot of pictures during it, just to kind of give you an idea. So, anyhow, um, you ever hear of snake infused whiskey? That I have not. Well, we're all familiar with tequila and the worm, or the scorpion even, if, right? If I have, it's only been like once or twice, you know. Okay. Well, snake whiskey in medicated wine infusions um, are now sold infused with snakes in the bottle. Look it up when you get a chance. Scorpions and uh, other insects... Snake liquor is an alcoholic beverage by infusing snakes, scorpions, and insects in rice wine or grain alcohol. These beverages, um, um, actually, they they are from ancient China. I mean, not the these are ones that they remake, but it boasts its origins in ancient China, uh, um, and this is where they got the idea for the snake and all that is because they used to. Uh, get um, uh, venomous snakes and put them, you know, and of course they're dead, and put them in these wine and alcohol bottles. And so there was one bottle in particular I saw, they somehow uh, preserved a cobra in a whiskey bottle, and the cobra was flared out in the defensive position. You know how they flare out and give you that, like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 so um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how they yeah, got it to do that. Is, that's you, boy. That's another story. What now? Go ahead. Yeah, my dad has a statue of a cobra. I know exactly what you, the pose you're talking about. Yeah, it's their defensive pose. It's their pose letting yeah. you know, stay the fuck away from me or I'll strike you. Well, remind me to tell you about the cobra statue story sometime. Go ahead and finish your story. Okay. 
All right. Well, whenever you want to tell it, that's fine with me. I mean, but um, if you want to just like you want me to just ask you off air, that's fine. I can do that, too. No, 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 no. Well, I'm going to try to remember to tell it sometime. But yeah. Well, uh, write it down, because right now I'm in the middle of trying to harvest some of my really good stories that I told. And I'm trying to go back and harvest some of them and repurpose them. And if you have some stories that you want to be put in there. Um, we can start repurposing some of the old ones with some of these uh, bits of some stories from you. Because what I want to do is I want to like um, incorporate some of Topher's stuff with some of your stuff with some of my stuff. You know what I mean? Right. And, right. and just kind of get a little bit of all of them in some shows. I think I think that'd be a good idea. And if anyone well, ever wants it, to go it back, is the three of us. yeah. If anyone wants, you know, Topher's still very much a part of the. Uh, um, yeah, the the whole design, the whole idea, the whole uh, influence behind this, everything. I mean, you know, so the spirit behind this thing here, all that. So, um, he's our go-to guy. Yeah. Yes. So, um, uh, thank you, Topher. By the way. Yes, thank you, Topher. He he does listen, so he will hear this. So uh, I'm hoping he comes up with another segment, you know, uh, getting away from the kale, the kale bastards, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Um, you know, always talking about my cola has the crown, right? Yeah. RC cola. Okay. I've, I've right. been on the RC right. cola kick for a while now. So anyhow, when we come back, I have the history of RC Cola. It's really interesting. So, or oh at least to me God. it is. Yep. Right at, least, at least to me it's interesting. If it's not to you, then you know what? I don't know. Listen to music. But anyhow, we'll be right oh, back. It is to me. Uh, okay, cool. We'll be right back here in a couple minutes with the RC Cola story. Please remember to go to Cole's dressing room, wait five minutes, and scream, Hey, there's no toilet paper in here. <laughs> And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. Hmm. Is a Pop-Tart a ravioli? Or is it a sandwich? I may never know. Hmm. Hey, look. I think we found land. Oh my god, I think we're safe. Oh no! It's the island of horrible jokes. What? You can call a sleeping dinosaur. A dinosaur. <laughs> Two emotionally disturbed dirtbags and a popsicle will be right back. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. I want you. But my mom told me to not burn trash. <laughs> Two douchebags and a microphone says, You ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass? Just asking.
All right, two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right, as we mentioned a little bit ago, the RC Cola story. A young pharmacist named Claude Hatcher developed RC as a bottle drink in 1905. This is well after Pepsi and Coke and, um, oh, there's some other ones. I forgot what all was really for Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper was the yeah. first one ever, and then I think it was Coke and then Pepsi. So, um, you know, RC was one of the later colors that were developed of the back then big three, the big three. And I don't know if RC is still on the list or not. I don't know. But the big three colors was Coke, Pepsi, and RC. Right. Okay, so anyhow, the big three, it was the latter one. It was uh, one of the, the, the later one and the lesser known one. Okay, so he developed a drink in 1905 to sell in his family's grocery store. After customers clamored for the drink, the family expanded it uh, into the soft drink business, starting uh, Union Bottle Works. Its best-selling product was Chero Cola. You remember seeing some old bottles I remember when I was a kid, it wasn't for sale, but it was old bottles that people had of Chero Cola. C-H-E-R-O. I have seen a couple of them. Yes. They were extremely common for a while. Chero, Chero Cola became so popular that the company grew into 700 bottling plants in 1920. In 1920, mind you, this is during the Depression era. So they were selling a shit ton of Chero Cola. Chero faced a lawsuit from Coca-Cola, which insisted on exclusive rights to the word cola on a brand name. So, like, um, if you notice now, you see Pepsi, you don't see the word cola on it, right? I noticed that. Yes, RC, you don't see the word cola on it. You see RC. And then in the description, it will say cola-flavored drink or whatever. The reason is, is because Coca-Cola won, you know, well, they had RC in in court so long at the legal bills, they just gave up. Or actually, Chero, not RC. But it was part of the RC Cola group. Chero faced a lawsuit from Coca-Cola, which insisted on exclusive rights to the word cola in a brand name. High legal bills forced Chero to drop the cola name. Rising sugarcane prices also helped Chero Cola's demise. So Chero Cola, um, the sudden name change, here I'll go into it right now. The sudden name change led to a lackluster sales. Chero became knee-high and focused on fruit-flavored soft drinks. This happened during the height of the Great Depression in 1928. Chero was discontinued with the introduction of Nehi. Hatcher owner uh, of Nehi died in 1933. H.R. Mott took over the failing brand. Mott dropped all poor selling drinks and added the new Chero Cola, which was then changed to RC Cola. The company has done well ever since. H.P. Mott took it over. And uh, and um, got rid of the bad brands and started rebranding the Chero Cola into RC Cola. So it sounds to me like I'm not for sure, but I'm gonna have to do a little bit more research on this. But doesn't it kind of sound like um, 
like the original RC Cola formula might have been a little bit different than Chero Cola? Yeah. And then, bit. yeah, and then I think uh, they decided to go with RC because of maybe the Chero Cola had some, like, negative uh, implications to it, maybe, because, you know, it had bad sales because they had to change their name to just Chero, but no Cola, yeah. uh, you know, and all that stuff. So I think it took a toll on the brand itself. So then he's like, well, we do have this RC Cola over here that we could probably just name it RC. And so I think, like, maybe the RC formula might be mostly that Chero Cola formula from back then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and knee-high, I, I, that was my favorite Oh, you and me both. Drink. You and me both. Knee high orange you know, and like grape. Orange knee high. Oh. Great knee high. Orange knee high and you great know. knee high was from heaven. Oh, that stuff was oh, so wow. good. Yeah. Black cherry knee high. Oh, and peach. Remember peach knee high? Yeah, peach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so interesting. Yeah, they're still knee high. They're still RC. And uh, they're all owned by uh, Cadbury Schweppes. Who also owns Dr. Pepper. Right. So, um, so anyhow, I mean, and like I said, RC is doing somewhat of a comeback now. You know, they just they just nabbed uh, Penn State. The entire the entire campus is uh, starting next year selling RC Cola brand only stuff. So they have RC Cola combined with Dr. Pepper and some knee high stuff, and I don't know um, whatever lemon lime they can find or whatever. I mean, they're back in business. They're, you know, I think that they could uh, start maybe selling more fountains and kind of being more of a presence in businesses. So, anyhow, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Thought that was a interesting story about it. So, anyhow, but yeah, I'm with you. I was a huge knee high fan. Oh yeah, yeah. The only problem is and, it's, it's so hard to find. Seed was the cola I drank. Yeah, me too. I mean. Here's what I like about RC, and that when I started revisiting it, when they had the uh, retro, uh, the uh, retro um, label on it, right. which they have still right. now. Um, yeah, they still have it. Yeah, I forgot one of the things that I really loved about it is it's a really dry cola. I love that taste. Yes. I like a really dry cola, and to me, it's the best for mixing everything. The dryness is like part of the appeal to me. It's like a really dry, great cola flavor. So, anyhow, um, Rob, you got something else you want to uh, go into, or? Yeah, uh, you you probably already heard about this chain moving, opening a new store in Kansas City. Oh yeah, I don't know. Um, on Friday, November eleventh, two thousand twenty-three, the fast-growing food chain. Dave's Hot Chicken. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're already open. The, Go ahead. Celebrate the grand opening of its newest Missouri location in Kansas City, according to an opening event announcement posted on the business's official Facebook page. Mm-hmm. The new location is at 4121 Broadway Boulevard. It's Westport. Near Taco Bell, Wonderland Village Clothing, and Westport Alehouse. Yeah, it's Westport is where it's at. It's it's right there at the intersection yeah. of Westport Road and uh, and Broadway. And uh, it, the, they've had a um, they've had a location in Overland Park for almost a year now. 
right. Well, I yeah. guess it's opening in another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one I thought was open yeah. already. I guess it wasn't open already. So okay. No, no. It it opens this Friday, November eleventh. Cool. I need to make uh, it over there. Still, I have not made it over there. Let me throw this in there real quick. Okay. The the food chain is known for its chicken sandwiches and tenders, mm -hmm. which are made to order depending on your preferred level of heat. Patrons can choose from no spice to reaper, or one of five heat levels in between. You can see their full menu on their website. Wow. I guess I'm going to have to go there then. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds good, dude. Some hot chicken. I know it's one of the most expanding, quickest expanding franchises now out there now. So I figure there's something to it. It must be pretty good. So I've been hearing about it. And I live down here, and we have, you know. Well, when you come up, we'll yeah. have to uh, run by there and get some chicken, I guess. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll have to do a medium. I take too much Nexium. I can't, like, really do the heat anymore. I'm paying for uh, it for, uh, like, yeah, five days. Yeah, I'm paying for my younger years. Yeah, same here. Same here. Um, Hey, how is your quitting? I may have to stick with jalapeno. Yeah, maybe. May, I'm not sure what all they have, but we'll have to just go filter through it and figure out our comfort level. Light, light jalapeno. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the way I have to go now, too. I got gotcha. you. Um, hey, how is your quitting chewing going on? Slow. Slow? Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I've, I've tried a third brand now. Mm-hmm. Same thing. That is so fucked up. I don't know why they would destroy yeah. their fan base like that. Why would you alienate people that want to buy it's your stuff? Every, it seems to be every... Tobacco company. Hmm. I like I said, this is this is my third brand I've tried, and it's okay. My third can of it. it it's all the same. It's no longer. I mean, you have okay. I did have a guy that chews Stokers, but he gets his in the big tub, mm -hmm. and it's still the same. Um, what about, um, like the end of it, it's the individual cans. Now, I have not bought a big tub of Skull or any other brand. What, what about Kodiak and Hawkins? I know they're sweeter, but they used to have long, really long grains to them. Yeah, well, you can't, you can't find it no more. Oh, they don't sell them anymore. Didn't no, know that. no. Okay. Well, they're both by Conway Tobacco Company or Comwood out of Arkansas. And, oh, um, trust were, me. If I could get some Kodiak, I'd take Kodiak. I had no idea they quit selling it. Huh. Okay. Well, I, I ain't found it. Yeah. Long okay. time. Oh, okay. I guess they quit selling it. All right. Well, I was just wondering how it was going on. Well, you well, might hey, have to... If anybody finds it... Let Rob Rag know. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang on a minute. Let's uh, let's go to our old friend Google and see what Google says about it here. Let's see. Do 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 do. Kodiak, not the bear. That's the first thing it went to. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Smokeless tobacco. Is that what it's called still? Yeah, there it is. Yeah. I'll be damned. They still sell it. 
Do they? You can buy it. You can buy it online. Do a Google search. You can buy it online. Okay, because yeah, I have not seen it in stores for a long time. It is produced by American Snuff Company, and the parent company is Reynolds American. So Conway or Conwood was bought out by Reynolds, R.J. Reynolds. It sounds like. Right. Um, yeah. So it says Kodiak is a brand of dipping, dipping tobacco manufactured by American Snuff Company, a U.S. smokeless tobacco manufacturer that also produces the Grizzly Tobacco and Levi Garrett brands. Okay. Now, I Grizzly. I, I, I chew Grizzly. Okay. Now, did Grizzly uh, do the same grizzly thing? Grizzly did the same thing. Then maybe Kodiak's doing it too. I don't know. Yeah, you, you might I'm you might, might take I'm a. I'm not doing in depth more search for because I would love some Kodiak. That's what I agree. Um, you can get it online. I just up. I just found it online and it said it had a little yeah. thing here on yeah. Google said order online. So let me see if you can get it on okay. Amazon. Are you a member of Amazon? Yeah. Okay, hang on. I'll bet you Amazon would have it, and you could have it tomorrow. Yeah, you could have it tomorrow. Let's see. Kodiak Smokeless. Nope, the closest they have is Smoky Mountain, and it's herbal. They don't sell tobacco. Okay, all right. Hit a big fat with that one. So... No, I say worst case, no, I'll just quit. I probably need to anyway. Yeah. You know what? You'd save a lot of money, right? That shit is expensive anymore. So. Yeah, I'm spending uh, three cans a week. About seven bucks a can. Oh, okay. That's not, okay, you didn't, you don't chew nearly as much as I thought you did. So, okay. Oh, I only chew mainly while I'm at work. That's 21 bucks a week. I don't consider that a horrible habit at all. So, okay. Well, well, eh, eh, anyhow. Well, all right, well, you know. mainly while I'm at work. (laughs) Makes it hard to smoke. Good luck luck figuring out what you're going to do. I mean, hopefully you can just quit and just save the money. So, it'll probably be better for you. I'm going to. Okay, that's good. Um, on a side note, we're running up against the hour here, so we're getting ready to be done with this podcast, but I want to tell everybody that I'm getting ready to do some more things overheard in hell, some more horrible island of horrible jokes. I'm getting ready to stoke the fires again with some more ha-has for everybody. So awesome. you'll start hearing some more, and I know there's some that I haven't even put out yet that I just uh, I forgot I'd made, and I just got to sift through everything and find them. But anyhow, there's going to be some more ha-has put in here, too. So, anyhow, so you people like a little bits, they're coming. They're coming. So, um, on on tomorrow's show, we have uh, how to do homemade creamers. You know, um, you know, a lot of people like to use creamer, right, in their coffee? Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. Well, it's horrible for you. I mean, there's a lot of chemicals in there that are not very good for you at all. Well, the answer is, is people are making homemade creamers now, and they're just as good, if not better, without all the horrible ingredients, and they're cheaper, and they taste better. So, I mean, or they're at least just as good. So, it's a new thing that people are doing, and I've got some recipes for some people. Um, I've got some other stuff, the art of sleeping, uh, um, 
oh, I got the new Krispy Kreme flavors, and just an assortment of bullshit, just this and that and the other. Um, I'll try to uh, maybe corral some uh, emails, and maybe we can answer some of them, and all those will be on the next podcast. But for this podcast, I would like to tell everyone thanks for listening, and have a great night. You got anything you want to add, Rob? Good night, everybody. All righty. Bye. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Man, that smells.